0: You will get a front row seat at that retreat because you will be on the Platinum VIP track at the retreat. All of this is here for you. I'd love to see you in this program. I want to see you tapping in, turning on to that electricity within you so that you can find your way to the life that you were born to manifest for yourself. You can join us now at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait. Get on in there, see what all the excitement is about. It's going to be so much fun.
1: The magic is in the here, it's in the now, it's in the today, it's in the next step. It's even in the failure because inside of that mess is a complete transformation of who you were meant to be. It's the new belief in how proud you can be of yourself for even taking that step.
2: I believe that the opposite of depression, it's not happiness, it's purpose. I believe that every single person has something unique to contribute to the world. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Don't Keep Your Day Job is about figuring out what it is that you were here to do in this world that only you can do to make the world more whole, more beautiful, and to stop selling yourself short, to stop sitting it out, and to figure out how to take this thing you love, whether it's art, or music or screenwriting or dance or baking and how do you leave this thing that you love into a life that you get to contribute, that you get to do what you love full time because it's not just about business, it's about contribution, it's about meaning, that is what we seek, that is what we truly want and you absolutely are here to serve the world and I want to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week, we're going to be talking to people who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you be more successful, to help you be the truest expression of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's dive in.
0: Thanks to Fiverr for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. It's so easy to find freelance talent for your business or product. Don't waste any more time. Get 10% off and the service you deserve by going to F-I-V-E-R-R.com and use code DREAMJOB. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So yesterday I posted on my Instagram, are you ready to step into the version of yourself you can't stop dreaming about? And I am here for it. I am here for it because every day I speak to women who are incredible. And what I see is women who do not give themselves permission to put that crown on their head. Who am I to charge this? Who am I to put this out there? Who am I to take that seat at the table? This has to stop. Do you think that Beyonce waited for someone to knock on her door and say, hey, bae, uh, you're ready. You can go be a badass now. Or did she have to give that to herself? You are sitting on gold. And one thing that goes hand in hand with this, my sisters, is how you treat yourself. And when I look at what women do to themselves every single day, and I get this because I'm a recovering person when it comes to taking care of myself. This is new for me in the last four or five years. And yesterday I took a nap and I had a glass of rosé and I zoomed with some of my girlfriends and I take walks and I make sure that if I need a bath, I take one. And I'm telling you, when you look at how you treat yourself, if you really are honest, there is tremendous neglect going on. And if you did that to your daughter, that kind of neglect that you do to yourself, that's literally abuse. This has to stop. And what I see is that in my life, when I look at any of the things that I now find such blessing in, I had to give myself courage to just go and do it. To start my music career, drive to the studio when I was like, Who am I to be in this co write? I can't believe I'm on my way to Interscope. I'm so not worthy, and I would cry and I would do it anyway and show up and like wonder, Are they all gonna figure out that I'm not worthy of it? Same thing with starting a podcast. Same thing with meetings that I had with like the head of Disney Soundtracks and ABC and Netflix. And I would sit in these meetings, and you know what? I would realize when I left, I'm so glad I went. Who is anyone to feel like they belong in this room, right? We have to give ourselves permission. Writing my book, do you think that I believed that I was the best author, that I was worthy of it? No. It's about saying, I'm doing it. I'm going to decide. I'm going to give myself permission. It's not like somebody comes along and tells you, you're ready now. It's like, we checked and the cookies are ready to come out of the oven. Like, you're ready now. Yeah, now you're ready. Now you're worthy. There's none of that. And so really when you look at it, it's as if we're all sitting in a cage, but the door's open and we can fly out whenever we want, but we have to give ourselves the permission to just get up and walk through that door. It's like there is this cage, this limitation that we put around ourselves. This, This is all that I am. This is my upper limit. This is what I am. This is what I'm not. This is what I'm worthy of. And so we, we allow for that to be the ceiling on how much blessing we receive. And this is my soapbox. So the reason I'm digging into some of this is because one of my favorite women is on the podcast today. And she is one of the go-to people in my life who is electricity. If I am feeling like I want to get clear and to step up more into my power, having a conversation with her, Boy, does that do the trick. So I can't wait to introduce you to Stephanie Gass in one second. Before we dive in, let me just say, have you yet joined our star giveaway? Every single month, I will be choosing two of you and giving away one of my programs, Full Scholarship, as well as some swag to two of you. All you have to do is make sure you're subscribed to the show. Go to your Instagram and post about the podcast and tag one friend and tell a friend this podcast is for you. Here's why I love this podcast. Just make sure you tag a single human in that and review the podcast and send a screenshot of the review to hello at com. That's why we call this the star giveaway. Subscribe, tag and review STAR. Please go ahead and do that. Subscribe to the show. Go do an Instagram post, tag a friend, let people know why you love this podcast. If you feel like this podcast makes a difference for you, it's free. It costs nothing to do this, and maybe, just maybe, it will help that other person to feel a little bit stronger, especially now going through such a hard time in this quarantine. So subscribe, tag a friend, post a story, and review. Review the show. Send us a screenshot of the review and we will pick two of you and we'll be giving you my course for free, which will help you figure out your purpose and validate that and be able to turn your passion into a profit, as well as some swag. We'll be choosing two of you every month. So go ahead and get that done. Now, let's dive in to today's show. So Stephanie Gass is here. She is a force to be reckoned with. She's a podcast coach, a clarity coach, and she's the host of the top-ranked podcast, The Mompreneur Mastermind Show. She's all about helping, empowering, and transforming mompreneurs who want to uncover and tap into their callings, start their own podcasts, and monetize their gifts using courses and coaching. You guys are going to learn so much about those steps to find your calling, what it takes to create and grow a successful podcast, how to make it profitable, and ultimately design a life that fuels your soul. Go make sure you subscribe to her podcast, The Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where she covers business mentorship, marketing, mindset shifts, inspiring interviews, live coaching also on the show. It's truly awesome. I highly, highly recommend it. She's amazing. Get ready to take lots of notes because this phenomenal woman is so filled with wisdom and actionable advice. Without further ado, please welcome the spectacular Stephanie Gass. Stephanie, I'm so happy that you're here right now.
1: Well, I am so happy to be here, Kathy. Thanks for having me.
0: You're just one of those people. I immediately fell in love with you and it's just so great to have you on the show. I got to do your show. So if anybody hasn't heard that episode, go listen to it. It was really cool. Her podcast is called Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Just so fun. Why don't we tell people a little bit about you and tell us a little bit about that journey?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'll tell you guys what I do right now and then we'll back up. So what I do today is I help the faith-fueled entrepreneur figure out clarity. So I'm actually a clarity coach. And what that means to me is each human being has this spiritual gifting that they're born with. And I really want to see people step into that calling, but then do something big with it. And we get stuck in the what and the how and the overwhelm. So I do that. And then I also help women create and launch podcasts because I believe that's the vessel to touch and serve. And then ultimately, how do we make money at all those things? We can do online courses and we can do a lot of times coaching. So it's kind of these three tiers of what's the calling, how do we build it, and then how do we make money from it? I run the show, the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and that's what I do today, which is super weird because if we rewind back never heard the word entrepreneur growing up. It was just not a thing. Dad went to college, first one in his family to go to college. My mom stayed home and raised us. And so it was like, you're going to go to college and get a degree. And I'm like, okay, that's just what you do. Did the things, got a master's in finance and accounting. And so I went off and climbed the corporate ladder in my twenties. I was working in an international solar company, jet setting. I'm going to Germany. I'm going to Spain, workaholic mode from the Blackberry with the little, it's like crazy. And it was fine cuz it was just me. Well, then I met my husband and then company shuts down and it's like you can move to Germany stuff or there's no job. I'm like, "Okay, I guess there's no job cuz I love New Mexico and I was married by this point and we wanted to have kids." And so my husband's like, "Hey, take a year off and just let's start a family and figure out what you want to do." So what happens when you get pregnant? I go, "I want to work from home." Yep. So Seven years ago, this was seven years ago, I get introduced to network marketing. It wasn't big yet where I lived. No one had heard of it yet. Brand new company. And I was like, I'll just do that. There's some chick on a pink flamingo making millions of dollars. So I jump into network marketing like full fledged. Well, it worked and I ended up hitting the top 1% of that company at the demise of everything else. Right. Cause I mean, I was working so much. I had gained 60 pounds, Kathy, anxiety attacks. It was like, it became an idol in my life. Like the success, the money, the rank advancements. And I got all the things, had the $50,000 bonus checks and the cars and the trips. And what did I really have to show for all of that? A lot of me, a ton of ego and my family was second or third on the list. I had fallen away spiritually and God stepped in again. And so I think that we get what we need in each step and we're being prepared. So for me, oh, I got so much great things out of the industry that I use today. Like I learned personal development, public speaking, all those things, but, um, I'm really stubborn and I'm like, but isn't this the thing? And for me, I feel that God said, Ooh, I said, no Steph. And so it was kind of like this hard screeching halt in my career about five years into network marketing The company went through a rebrand. Everything kind of fell apart. And I went from a whole lot of money a month to no income coming in from me. We had a big lifestyle. So what did we do? We had to sell a motorcycle to pay the bills. We had to borrow money from my son's savings account. And that was like the moment, Kathy, that it was so gut-wrenching to borrow money from your son to pay the bills because you... All on you. You were working so hard for them. And that was the moment I realized I was lying to myself. I was working for me. And it was this moment of like a full on breakdown. I called my Britney Spears, you know, 2006, her circa. Your Britney Spears oh shaved God, her head. I love you. Welcome to Stephanie Gass's Britney Spears year, okay? Like eating the Doritos, crying into the chips. Like that's what was going on. So, long story short, I'm like, I'm a failure. Can't do business. Don't, I I failed at the one thing I was so good at, but here's what I knew. I knew that something was wrong and I had to get in line with my calling. So here's where this new career path was born. I got out a piece of paper, Kathy and I was like, who's the woman that God is calling me to be? And I'm very spiritual, you guys. So take that with a grain of salt, whatever that is for you. Infuse that there. Okay. But I wrote down, okay, I'm energetic i am healthy i am waking up and pouring into my spirituality i am talking to god all day every day i'm doing what he wants me to do i'm done chasing money i'm chasing encouragement and i'm chasing lifting other women up because i know that it's public speaking and it's mentorship and i don't know why or how but i think that's it and i got to get my life in order you know so i wrote all these things on the paper like the categories of my life that i thought god was asking me to do and then every day I just did one thing. I invested in the gym. I couldn't afford to pay for it so that I would go. And then I swapped out the Doritos for, you know, whatever, gluten-free veggie chips and all the things. And like just each day I was making a shift and three months in of like, I'm trusting this. It's all going to work out. I got a call. Hey, Steph, will you do some consulting for us on this social media? We'll pay you three grand a month. And I'm like, <gasps> okay, first step. Next thing, hey, Steph, do you do any coaching? We were hoping you could help us with like online marketing. I'm like, no, but I can. (laughs) Took it. And so over the last three years, Kathy, like trusting the process and just being willing to pivot and step out in fear, the provision has come. The opportunity has come. I keep asking, show me, show me, show me. And the next thing will come. The next thing will come. And over the last three years, I feel like I'm the woman on the paper. And it feels like a dream and it feels like a blessing. It is a blessing, but it felt impossible three years ago.
0: I think everybody listening is in love with you right now. I mean, it's just, I love how real you are. I love how raw it is. I love that you started this whole thing by saying what you do now and what you do now. You started by saying like, I want people to step into the calling that God has for them as you were talking, I was like, we are like soul sisters in that sense of like, I a hundred percent feel like, you know, every person, you know, is a, a masterpiece, a piece of the master. Right. And we each sort of like bring a different piece of the puzzle. Like without each one of us, the puzzle is not complete, but not everybody knows that about themselves. Not everyone feels like they're here for a reason or has a calling. And Sometimes they need to understand more about that. Like say more about that. How do you know everybody has a calling? How are you so sure that they're called to do anything, let alone that thing that they think they're not that great at or like, so what? 15 other people do that.
1: Yeah. Thanks for asking this, Kathy. And here's what I have to say about this. We are not qualified to judge our callings and say, well, my calling isn't good enough. Right? Because, you know, maybe Kathy has this big audacious calling to be here on this show and you're inspiring these millions and millions and millions of people. That's a big calling. And it seems like, oh, I wish I could ever be that. But here's the thing each of us have this special thing that we are doing that creates a collective. And in the Bible, it promises that we can experience heaven on earth. But the way that we do that is we get in alignment with the thing that lights us up. So it's not about comparing your calling to someone else's. It's about stepping into the thing that lights your fire, that you're passionate about. And the beautiful thing is most of you have had something. I believe we all do. You've had it since birth. It's the gift that you don't recognize because it's so natural to who you are. And it's that gift that you're doing it day in and day out, whether you know it or not. It's the thing that people are asking you all the time, like, hey, can you help me with this thing? Like you're such a gifted mom and you parent in this beautiful way and your kids are, they're listening to you and they're always seen. You have this gift of seeing them and lifting them up. And maybe your job and your calling is being this, this mom of a world changer. Like everybody's calling is so different. And so I think what we have to to recognize is that you are so important to the big picture of everything and you have a call. So here's where that second piece comes in. It's stop overthinking this was me i believe me i think i know what i'm supposed to do and i'm supposed to blah blah, blah. And, and you get so in the way of the process and we want to we need to make money okay i need to make money i'll create the thing that i think i'm good at but a lot of times it's the skill set that's the calling and then the how is so beyond us right like i could use the skill sets that i have in corporate america but that wasn't the how that i've been called to so it's Okay, I'm willing and ready to open up because everybody's called, fewer chosen. So are you willing to say, what's my calling? Use me, I'm ready and get out of your own way to be chosen and then trust the process enough to be shown. Here's what I need you to do. Like you guys, I was working so hard to build this company, what I'm doing now. I didn't really get it. Like what am, am I teaching network marketers? Cause that's what I came out of. Should I teach Instagram or Facebook? And that's where I started because I didn't know. But I had to start somewhere. I had to take the step. And then it was fine. It was fine. It felt okay. But I was struggling. There was constant resistance. I had to work really hard for it to grow. And I kept praying show me what I'm supposed to do to teach and impact more women. And I don't really know how. A year and a half ago, I had a dream start a podcast. It was so clear, vividly clear. And I woke up and I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Went and got a $20 microphone out of the drawer, super staticky. Please don't go listen to episode one of my show. I set it up, Kathy, and I'm like, hi, I'm sitting here to record a podcast. Don't know what it's going to be about, but here I am. And, you know, a year and a half later, the podcast brought me to Clarity Coaching. It brought my community up to 100,000 people. It exploded the revenue stream. Everything fell into place. There's zero resistance today, but it was a journey, So you have to be willing to go through the journey of taking messy steps to figure out what your calling is. And I don't know if that helps anyone out there, but I want you guys to know that you do have it inside of you. So it takes journaling it out. What do you think it is? What could it be? What lights you up? What makes you mad? That's also sometimes a big identifier, like something you get passionate about. What do people ask you for all the time? That's a big identifier of at least to the area And then start there, just start and then trust, start and trust, move your feet, do something in that one area.
0: Oh my God. I could have cried like three times listening to that. You are such a preacher. Like it is such a gift.
1: Oh, that's going to make me cry.
0: (laughs) It is so gorgeous to hear it all just coming right through such a clear channel. When you were first sort of unpacking it and you were talking about how everyone has something and, and we shouldn't sort of like judge what it is basically, like we should kind of like go with it. Cause eventually you realize like, I'm just going to do me and there's no resistance. Right. It's like, you just get super clear on like, I'm not going to judge it. And I was thinking right now in this moment, in this pandemic, when like people who work at the grocery store are saving people's lives, literally. Yeah. Yes. Nurses who feel like I'm a nurse, I'm not Beyonce. It's like, excuse me, ma'am. You just saved millions of people by making sure that these 15 people had the treatment they needed. God bless you. How dare you question whether you have merit in this world? It is so ridiculous. Like you said, we are a collective. There's a guy who is a janitor at my daughter's school and they honored him last year. Every year they honor one person. It makes me cry. What would those kids do if the school was filthy. Yeah. You know? So does he not have merit? And he smiles. His name is Romero. Smiles at every kid. Gives my daughter a high five. So happy to do his job. Such pride. It's not about how much money do you make? How much is your star meter today? You know, this has got to go. It's got to go. The win is, am I being me? right? Am I being me? Whatever that's going to look like. And you know when you are and you know when you're not. That's it. Second thing you said, which I really want to get into is once you get that you do have a calling, you said, but not everybody is chosen, right? Fewer chosen. And you said, because you have to like, let yourself be chosen. Tell me about that. Go
1: into that. Okay. So we all have this tug, feel the tug. And you go, okay, I think I should do this. And even if your example of the janitor for a moment, Kathy, we all have the choice to do our best work wherever we're placed. And he is choosing to do his best work where he's placed to impact these kids, to bring joy to their lives, to work hard for the school. What a beautiful, incredible choice for him to make. And think of the impact he's making on every single child. Like, that is such a beautiful thing, in my opinion, that we can choose to be world changers wherever you're placed. That's right. You know, and when you do that, he's going to have something incredible happen to him just because of the way he's showing up in the world. When we do that, our needs are met. Like, we're constantly reminded that when we do good work, you know, God will provide for that good work. So we have this tug and we think, could that be the thing? for example, today I was talking to someone and she has this tug to do communication and leadership coaching for female entrepreneurs. And she goes, but Steph, I'm not qualified for that. I'm not far enough. And I said, listen to me. If you feel that you, and hello, she's already certified in all the things. She does public speaking. She's already a six figure in blank what she wants to teach. And I said, look, you're not talking to people way up there. You're talking to someone five years behind you. So it's, Are you going to get stuck in the limiting beliefs of why you can't do your calling? Or are you going to move those limiting beliefs out of the way and step aside and say, you know what? I am willing to look dumb. I'm willing to fail a couple times. I'm willing for Joe, the neighbor to say, I don't think she'd be a good coach. Like who cares if we mess up? That's, The point. Why else are we here on this planet if we are not willing to mess up, to make something beautiful at the end of the journey and just try and take the step and create the lessons that we can then learn on and lean on to get better? So you got to get out of your own way. And then the next step is you have to say, I believe I'm willing to do the work for you. You know, for me, I'm like, God, use me whatever you need me to do to help these women get over their fear and move forward and do the mission work, please take control. I'm ready. Surprise me. And it's terrifying to say that ladies and gentlemen, but you know what, when you say it, incredible miracles start happening in your life.
0: You speak to me in the deepest way. And there was a time as I was like, moving into my career, there's always moments where I go, that's what they want me to do. Oh, I can't do that. I can't speak for 500 people, a thousand. I can't speak for a thousand people. Like I've had these like things I've had to do. And then I'm like, it's not about you, Kath. It's not you. Stop it. This is like false humility. It's not about us. Like I am willing to be available to help, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. Why it like cuts me open and makes me cry because it's so courageous. It is gorgeous what
1: you're saying. Cause we make it about us. We can't do it. I'd love that you said that Kathy. It's not yeah. And it's not our responsibility to worry about what we're being called to do. It's, we have nothing to do with it, which I'm so glad you said that. And also y'all have heard this, but God qualifies the called. There's a reason that he's choosing people that seem unqualified it's to make the point It's to say, are you willing to step up in trust and trust in faith? And when you say, yes, I am watch that magic unfold. And I've seen it. I feel every day these miracles just come like, this is a miracle. I'm talking to Kathy Heller, ladies and gentlemen, like, it's, it's a big moment for me. Look, she's going like, what? That's a huge moment for me, Kathy. And it's like, I feel that that was God working in a big way to connect us. And also I think that's just such a beautiful thing for me to be able to come and inspire such a, an audience. I feel just it's beyond me. And so when you just do the work and you just say, I trust it, right? Cause there's moments where you'll say it's too big. It's too scary. I'm not ready. I don't know how, but guess what that is. That's the enemy telling you that you can't, but the calling is so much bigger than that. Amazing. Amazing. Let's break
0: down the pieces. Cause you so clearly were like, so here's what I do. And then after I give them that clarity, cause I know you have a calling, I'm going to move you into podcasting. Cause for me, that's the vehicle. And then I'm going to move you into coaching and programs and stuff like that. It's like, yes. Tell us more about that. Why is podcasting for you? Like the essential go-to thing.
1: Okay. I tried all the things to grow and to scale because I'm like, okay, I know what it is. It's helping these faith-fueled mompreneurs and they've got something great to share and they're just so struggle bus. How do I do it? How do I market online? How do I show up? I'm nervous about video or I'm nervous about whatever. So I'm like, okay, I started blogging, not for me. Then I started a YouTube channel and while it's fine for me to do YouTube, I had at the time like a two-year-old and a newborn. So the two-year-old would come in and talk about poop and then like I'm trying to nurse, you know, like it's like, guys, this is not going to work for me. So at that point, it was growing slow as molasses, Kathy. And then when I heard start a podcast, Holy Spirit moment, and I started the show, here's what happened. I could show up on my terms. I could do it around my kids' schedules. And then I realized, the woman I'm speaking to, she doesn't want to watch a video. She's driving, she's carpooling, she's cleaning the house, she's doing laundry. And it was, on, it was like pure magic, because my mompreneur, my woman, was listening to podcasts. Then I did something even, even more strategic. I said, what are her triggers? Well, her triggers are, she doesn't believe in herself, she's not organized, she doesn't understand online marketing. She wants to make money at her business, passive income, time blocking, scheduling. All these words that she would Google and I started titling stuff and coming out with content to solve. Like, okay, let's find four hours a week. How do we time block and find four extra hours per week? And I would title things in a way where she would be searching for them. And all of a sudden my show started to grow really fast. And I'm like, okay, great. What if I coach some of these women live on the air? So, I started doing some free coaching. I'm like, come on the air, let's coach. And I would help them with clarity. And then those episodes got three times the downloads. And I went, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be doing coaching. So then I started doing coaching. It was just such an aha moment. It all came full circle for me, Kathy. And it was like, you got to show up where your avatar is showing up. Where do they want to learn? Then you got to take yourself out of the equation and create content. That moves the needle for her. It's not a bunch of fluffy storytelling and feel good. It's move the needle for your avatar. Make them see change. Make her have a difference in her day where she goes, that person just changed my life for free. I am willing to now trust her and spend money with her because she's going to help me implement. Then all my girls were going, how did you do it? can I hire you to help me figure out how to do a podcast and how to do it right and how to launch it and how to grow and scale it? I'm all sure. So I started coaching in podcasting. Kathy, people started launching top 30 shows and I went, there's my course. There's my course. Cause I had done a bunch of courses. Nothing was like the course. It wasn't sticking. So I created a course. It's my number one passive product today. I then pair it with coaching. So I do a 30-minute strategy with them. We get the stuff laid out. What are we going to title it? What's the tagline? What's the clarity? Then they go take the course and they launch the show. And they're now having success because they're solving. They're serving. And it's just this beautiful organic funnel of putting service before sales, but it ultimately makes you very profitable.
0: I love it. I'm like ready to be like, Steph, please coach me. Like I'm obsessed with you. So let's talk a little bit about what you teach. How does a person start a podcast and have any security that they're going to have more than three listeners? Like what makes a show stick and take off?
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's a few things you have to start with. You have to start with clarity surrounding your promise. So what I mean by this is like, you can go, oh yeah, I want to have a mom lifestyle podcast. Guys, there's a bajillion of those. Why? What's in it for her? Again, so something Kathy had said originally that you can just take with you in every single thing that you guys do when it comes to businesses, it's about them. It's not about you. So I would dive deep with you and dissect into what's our promise. So yeah, maybe it's like, you know, uh, mom life unleashed. Well, what's the promise? It's something like transforming motherhood into organized and efficient, like why? Why? Give them an actual takeaway inside of your reason that you're creating the show. Or example, if you want to have a weight loss podcast, that's great. But something like using biology and the time of the month to lose weight. Like, can you create something that's more specific around why your person would want to do this? And then you get clear on your avatar. So before you're ever starting that podcast, it's why are you doing it? It's the promise. And then it's why does she need it? So those are two things that will help you. The third thing is your channel art will be so important because 20 seconds to grab people's attention. So you have to have a title that's clear, you know, not like um, mom life that means nothing to me. In
0: general, yeah.
1: So you've got that title that's sticky, like Kathy, you know, your podcast is so obvious about what is this about? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, that's okay. You need to have a tagline that's clear. And then your channel art needs to be very professional looking and all of those things. So it's really about, show tears in order, clarity, great tagline, great title, all that. And then your description got to trigger people. So what do I mean by this? I mean, you want to get deep into the emotional, the word connection with your avatar right there in the description. And then the next step is it's a launch strategy. So I have people They're making lists of 50 people that love them to come listen to the show, leave reviews during launch week, share it on their Instagram stories. We're doing giveaway strategies to drive reviews, drive publicity. And those are just some of the things you want to set up, but it's worth it because that's the hard part. The next thing is you show up once a week, you record something that solves and serves and you know, it doesn't need to be fancy. You can use your phone. You cannot edit at first. All the things are, it's not going to be crazy, but it solves and serves and creates trust. That's why we do it. So I want to literally just send
0: people to your program because I want to be in it. Oh, it's so great. Why podcasting? I know you said, cause your kids might come in. I know I have three little kids also, but do you think based on what you've seen based on what you know in data, do you think there's something inherently awesome about podcasting? in how it creates an audience.
1: Yes. Now it's not for everyone. If you're teaching something visual, if you're teaching baking cakes, Hey, go do a YouTube channel. Right. You know, if you're teaching like hairstyles or makeup, please go do a YouTube. But if you're teaching something that can be taught verbally, podcasting is growing like crazy. It's 30% in the last year, I believe, roughly. And it's just a place that's a free. So where can we show up for free that people are already hanging out that we can own? We can't own Instagram and Facebook. Sorry, it's dead. You know, it's not where you should go to completely grow an organic audience anymore because we can't own it. It's a great place to connect and engage with the people that you're getting on an organic platform like a blog or a podcast. So that's one thing is you have to have something that's yours. So really your choices are limited. Is it video? great. Video is great. YouTube is great. Um, is it blogging? Blogging is also great. If you're that amazing wordsmith. And for me, it's like, I can write, but it's going to take me 27 years or I can just show up and speak. And it's for me, talking is so much easier for me. So I think you have to ask yourself, what's your vessel that you excel at? Start there. I think for a lot of people, especially in my sphere, Kathy, it is podcasting because that's where my avatar is living. Yep. So that's the second thing is ask yourself that where's your person hanging out. If you're talking to a busy mom, a very successful corporate woman, a successful corporate guy, they're listening to podcasts. They're probably not, you know, hanging out. They are hanging out on YouTube, but if they're going somewhere to consume during drive time, they have kids, they're multitasking. I'd go there. The other piece of podcasting that I love so much is one podcast can be repurposed into everything. You know, like you do one show like this. Kathy could use this video clip. She does on her Instagram. I could share it onto Facebook. I can take the audio and have a podcast. So for me, the podcast is the thing, but it drives repurposing content to all these different places in a very easy, automated way.
3: Mm.
0: Okay, I am loving everything about this. Before we keep going, let's just give a big thanks to our sponsor. There have been lots of times in my business when I wanted to jumpstart a project, but my team is really busy or we don't have the exact skill set to make it happen. And finding the right freelancer can be time consuming, frustrating, and expensive. Luckily, Fiverr's platform helps keep businesses moving with a network of trusted freelance talent. Fiverr's marketplace helps you get more done with less. They connect businesses with freelancers who offer hundreds of digital services like graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, and more. There was one time when we had to Photoshop this image and I know Know my skill set is nowhere in that area. So we went to Fiverr, just typed in the word Photoshop and instantly they, they showed us all these freelancers who we could compare based on price, reviews, their deadlines. It was so easy and we could see what we had to pay upfront. So if you're working within a certain budget, Fiverr can help you find the right fit for whatever it is. The freelancer we worked with was super responsive, did an excellent job. And in fact, some of the sellers have worked with some of the most influential brands in the world. Check out Fiverr.com today and receive 10% off your first order by using my code DREAMJOB. It's so easy. Find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com, code DREAMJOB. Again, that's Fiverr.com, code DREAMJOB. Now, moving to the next piece because it is about helping moms become mompreneurs. So the monetization part, right? You started to talk about coaching, programs. How do you lay that out for people? I think that people are going to want to know, oh, so do you monetize podcasts through ad revenue or do you monetize through coaching? How do you do that? Tell me more about when it becomes like an enterprise, when I'm actually now in business and how that all sort of comes together.
1: Yeah. So I believe when you're new and most people that starting a show, most of them, are newish, not making a ton of money yet. They're trying to find the vessel to build the business or to build the brand. So I believe the most profitable way for you to make money initially is to sell your own products and services or affiliate for someone else's instead of try to get sponsorships because you're going to get pennies on the, on the download. And so what I actually say is, Hey, what is your avatar need? The number one problem you can solve for that person Let's create a small passive product, like a little mini course or something, 97 bucks. This solves their problem. Okay. It's five modules, easy peasy, set it up. Courses are easier than you guys think to create. Then as you show up on your podcast and you're teaching about whatever, losing weight a certain way, you say, Hey guys, did you know that I have the belly blasters mini course it's available and it's on sale And if you head over here, I'm going to give you guys a coupon code for being a listener. And we're going to go through the five tiers of weight loss as a busy mom. And so you have a thing that you can sell from the very beginning stages of your show. And as you grow and you're making, guys, a course is like 80% profit, if not more, 90% profit margin. You create it once, you're paying for maybe the platform to host it and that's it. It's like, and so- I think that that's a great thing for people to start with, along with coaching. So what do I mean by coaching? When you, most of the things that my students do is something they're teaching others, right? How to lose weight, how to have more efficient systems as a work from home mom, productivity systems, life coaching, uh, whatever that might be. So I'm always telling them, well, hey, what if you just had a little strategy session with someone? You can charge an hourly rate, meet through Zoom, start to get to know your avatar really, really well through coaching. And then you're going to have more ammunition for a course, for a bigger program later, for group coaching, for a big thing. And so that's a great way for them to make money when the audience is small. It's high profit margin. And so that's what I recommend we, we pivot into in the initial stages of a podcast.
0: Amazing. And you have your course, Podcast Pro University which is all about creating, launching, and scaling a successful podcast, which is fantastic. How do you launch? What's, what, what is the way that you personally like to launch?
1: Okay. So I know Kathy is like so brilliant at launch. Here is the anti-brilliant way that I market. Okay. I am like the anti-launch. My, my mastermind friends, these girls that I'm friends with, they're like, you're like the organic hype queen. How do you just organically hype things? I'm like, I don't know. I just talk about the things I love and that you guys need. And so I'm constantly just like, hey, y'all, you need a podcast to grow your message. You need one to grow your brand. Are you part of our sisterhood yet? Why not? Let's go. It's evergreen open, Kathy. I don't open closed cart. I don't do anything fancy. I had all the funnels and things and I'm like, this doesn't feel like me. So I turned them all off. So I just decided I'm not going to (laughs) launch. I'm just going (laughs) to be me. And so I started reading testimonies live on the air. I talk about it all the time. Here's what I do. I'm always front of mind. When somebody thinks about starting a podcast, they think of me. When somebody thinks they need clarity, they think of me because I just always say that. On Instagram, I say it in my show every single time. My girls talk about it all the time. I post testimonies constantly and share success stories. It's very organic. Then I launched an affiliate program because so many women were having successful shows launch top 30 that they started telling everyone and people like, well, how do I have one of those? We'll go take Steph's course. So I set up an affiliate program where women then can go and say, hi, 10 friends, you should start a show. And I pay them a commission to promote it. And that's that second level of how it's really grown and expanded.
0: I love that you've set that up. I think that that's so smart this is what I want people to hear who are listening. Like from the beginning, instead of trying to get sponsorships, which is pennies on the download, and they don't even really look at you unless you have 10,000 downloads per show. Right. But Mm -hmm. don't sweat it. It's like there are already people who have programs you could affiliate to or courses are amazing. They are like 80 to 90% like margin revenue. It's amazing. It's incredible. So good. Let's talk about your courses. A lot of times courses are like DIY and people don't get a lot of success because they sit on people's desktop. What do you do
1: in your courses and what have you learned that actually makes courses successful? So the biggest piece for most people is the accountability. They have the drive, they've got the call, they've got the want, and now they have the how because the course is there, but they don't have the handholding and the implementation. So And when they buy the course, I offer a 30 minute podcast strategy session. It's like a fraction of the price to just hire me. Mm -hmm. So most people add that on. Well, then what we do is I meet with them first. So we do that 30 minute session first, because once they have clarity, clarity equals confidence, you know, they're like, ah, now I'm ready. Like I see it. Stephanie gave me the ammunition. We've got the title. I feel so good. Then they go take the course. So I would say at least 60% of people take that 30-minute session. Then they take the course. The course is lined out. Just like I train right here, I train in the thing. It's, not, it's like, guys, step one, we're doing this. And I video so they can visually see where to go, what to click, what to do. How do I set up the art? How do I launch the show? How do I record? How do I edit? Should I outsource? All in there. How do I get a guest? What do I do with a guest? How do I promote? How do I launch? And that there's the specific strategy. So it's literally like I go from idea all the way through to monetizing. And we talk about more deeply how can you monetize? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How do you promote yourself inside the show? So it's got the tacticals, no fluff, none. Right at the beginning of the course, I direct them to this Facebook group, Kathy, and it's the living podcasting Facebook group of all the people in the course. So got hundreds of people in there that have already walked the walk. So the beauty is I say, hey, come in, share what your show's gonna be about, go live. Everybody gets to know everybody. And it's this community of like, everybody's lifting each other up in the most beautiful way. Like someone will ask a question, before I can answer it, 10 people have answered it. And so there's so much community. Someone says, oh guys, I'm gonna launch next week. Is anybody willing to support? 50 people are like, what's your link, I'll share it. They're sharing, they're leaving reviews for each other. And then I go live twice a month, sometimes more if I'm feeling it. And I just answer questions like, guys, what do you need? How can I help you? What do we need to do here? Let's talk. And it'll be a 30 minute Q&A, any question they have. So they've got the sisterhood. They've got the community. They have me answering live and they have the how to. You have to have all those components to be successful. It's
0: the community aspect. It's that touch point with you. That is so cool. I've never heard of anyone doing that. I've heard of one or the other. Either it's all DIY, right? Videos, or I've heard of people, you know, they take on this ongoing for months, they're doing hot seats and da da da. It's interesting, this model of like, let me just get you one time super clear and then go send you into something that has it all laid out plus. That community piece, which is so great. And do you show up in that community and answer questions and and go live in there? Yeah, twice a
1: month. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so awesome. And that's fun because it's like if you're going to create a course about something, it's probably something you're super passionate about. Yeah, of course. So I'll tell them, guys, I'm going to go live tomorrow and I don't get, I'm, you know, video. I'm like, sometime tomorrow I'll be live. (laughs) So they don't know, but it's fine because they can watch the replay and I say, what questions? everybody puts their questions in there. And so it's such a great way to have them be seen. They feel seen. Cause I'm saying Mary had a question about, and sometimes I'll record those Kathy and put them on my podcast. So they feel more seen and it's just great. It's great for the girls to get that level of like visibility. Excellent. Um, let me ask you a specific podcasting question. Yeah. So a lot of people who start
0: podcasts, they start podcasts, and then they're like, "I want to get more subscribers. I want to be able to see more subscribers every month, and to just see that I'm making progress." Right? It's the the tick. It's we're going up. There's an uptick every month. What is one way that you think that people can continue to grow an engaged audience like that?
1: Yeah. So there's a couple of my favorite ways to grow your reach, and the first one is you have to tell your current listener base. To share you, right? So I'm constant, I'm like, in a very authentic way, guys, in the emails I send out every week, I'm like, listen, did I impact you this week? Did you learn something? Did you laugh? Did you laugh at me? Was it something that, I, that triggered you in some way to be better? Will you please do me this one thing and share the podcast on your Instagram stories? So I'm authentically asking them from my heart to share it. That has gone really well. The second thing is, how can you go impact more people with your message? So some of my favorite ways to do that are asking people, hi, can I come serve your audience? Can I come be on your podcast? And just share. No agenda. I just want to come and pour into your audience in a different way than you can. I want to come on your live. Maybe they have a team of people. Can I come share on your live something that I teach? You know, if you don't even want to point them That's fine. Let me just come share. And so when you go and you inspire someone, you teach them something new. They're going to say, I want more of that person. They'll come find your show. So again, it's more service. It's more outreach. And then the third thing you can consider, which is super weird that this works, I was like, I started paying, I don't pay for really much. You know, I'm like organic marketing feels so right to me. So I do a lot of Pinterest. And then also I was like, I'm going to pay to be on some podcast. Like I'll be a paid spot on their show. Mm. So I found similar niche podcasts to mine and did a commercial. You guys, these are so cheap. And I had a huge influx of people because it was the same niche. And they were going, it was that person promoting me. So the audience trusts her because she goes, hey, guys, by the way, my sister friend over here runs a similar show. I think you guys would love it because it does this and it's similar to what I talk about. And so all of her listeners go, "Ooh, I trust you. I'm going to go listen to Stephanie. So I did a couple months of that, Kathy, and that went really, really well.
0: You're so generous and you're so giving and smart and just (laughs) I need more adjectives. I'm running out. (laughs) Okay. So in general, okay, one of the things you said before online marketing and then we've now been talking about like organically how you've been marketing. But a lot of people don't really get that everything you just said is online marketing, right? We think that online marketing is only the slick funnels and the webinars and the paid Facebook strategies. So I want us to sort of clarify to you what are the basic things that help really with online marketing? What are the most essential components of that?
1: Okay, the first component is showing up every week with long form content. And what does that mean? That means you're either blogging, YouTubing, or podcasting, and you're serving your human, solving their problems every single week, over and over and over and over. And then you casually infuse how can you help them at a deeper level? So if you have this great weight loss podcast for busy moms, Talk to her about, hey, how to make four food swaps you haven't thought of, or lose one pound a week the easy way. So you're teaching her something, and then inside of the long-form content, you guys, you casually, sales doesn't have to get weird. It just is like, hey, mama, by the way, did you know I had just launched my workbook? It's got your complete macro workbook. It'll take you through a month's worth of figuring out what to eat when. Let me simplify the process for you. Mary loved this workbook so much. She ended up losing four pounds her first month. So you're like- Super organic. It's like inside the conversation. It's like, oh, of course I would add this now. Right. Yeah. So try not to have a choppy break between teaching and serving. And then by the way, I have something better for you. If you need more help, they can take it or leave it. So let's not get weird about, we're not forcing sales. We're just, hi, here's what I offer. You're welcome to take it and you're welcome. If somebody never spent a dollar with me, but I helped them do something better, it's like now you're transforming others. And so you've got to have that perspective and know that it will come back to you. I promise you. And then the second thing is you have to talk about something more than you think you do. I say, you guys, I help people get clarity and launch podcasts. I help people get clarity. I think I've said this a bajillion times and someone comes and goes, Hey, Steph, do you do any coaching? (laughs) I'm like, what? And these are people that have followed me for years. They listen to every show. So you got to remember, people aren't looking at you the way that we think they are. They're grazing over you thinking, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? What's in it? Learn, learn. I need to learn, 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 learn. So you've got to constantly talk about the things you offer in a fun, exciting new way every time. Yes.
0: (laughs) My question is... Given this crazy time that we're in, I think a lot of people feel like now's not the time. I can't sell anything. That would be such a disgrace. I would be so insensitive. Now is the time not to ask, not to sell, not to make money. I'm just going to sit on my hands and cry and watch the news. Yeah. It feels kind of overwhelming and paralyzing, right? What do you have to say about that? Like, do you feel like selling? Do you feel like it's working? Do you feel like it's something that uh, you could help us see in a different light?
1: Sure. I think now is the time that people have time. We're all sitting at home. And now's the time that we have this time that we've never had. So why can't we spend this time preparing because listen, the doors are gonna open again. The world will get back to normalcy at some point. People are going to be dying to do something new and do something exciting and launch the thing and do the things. So let's get our house in order right now, which to me means get the clarity. What do you wanna do? What are you doing here? And if you don't have clarity, now is the most incredible time to get that. Journal, find a podcast that inspires you, meet with someone, get a mentor, do the things get clarity. The second thing is do all the stuff you put off all the time. Get the business in order. Do the back office stuff. Get caught up with the taxes or the leads system that you wanted to do. Create the freebie. Like all the little things that were constantly like, I don't have time for that. Do it. And then the third component that you can do right now that will make you a lot of money later is start serving for free. Serve more. Double down. Show up twice a week instead of once. And I'm still selling right now, Kathy, because I still believe fiercely in what I sell. And I think that when people are willing to invest in themselves and show up for their business in a new and different way, they're going to have the success and the money that they've been searching for. So I'm not afraid of selling right now. I'm doing it maybe a bit more carefully and letting them know, look, this is not the best time for everyone, you guys. But maybe it's the best time for some of you. So you can have open communication during your sales pitches, right? You can say, guys, I have something to offer and I understand this may not be the right time for you financially and that is okay. Maybe it is because maybe you have more time right now to do the things. So I'm just constantly communicating with my people and letting them know.
0: I think it's excellent. It makes so much sense to me. And I think that what happens is we start these episodes, people start in the same place, which is... I don't feel like I'm enough. I don't feel like I'm worthy, but boy, do I want to do something and I'll just listen to this show because at least when I listen to this show, I get ideas or it makes me feel better about myself and then they get so excited and we have these great guests and you come on here and they're like fired up and then it starts to come to the end of the episode and they start to think, I don't know if I'm worthy. I don't know if anything's (laughs) going to happen, right? So ultimately it comes down to taking action and what I find is that when people think they have a business problem or a marketing problem, it's a courage problem. They're just afraid of the pain. They don't want three people, like you said, their neighbor to say, you're a bad coach. But that's what's happening is like, no one wants to be rejected. No one wants to feel stupid. And it's such a bummer because we miss out on the gifts that are ours. So what can you leave them with? How can you help
1: them? Okay. Listen up, girls. And a couple gents, come, come hither. Let me tell you something. There is no end destination. Okay. There's no final destination here. There's no oh, I now have hit the thing. I now have finally made blank amount of money and it all makes sense. And this is why I was here and it's so perfect. Or I finally stood on the stage in front of the people. You're going to be let down. You're going to have expectation hangover because let me share something with you. The magic is not in the end final destination. The magic is in the here. It's in the now. It's in the today. It's in the next step. It's even in the failure. It's even in the moment that you think everything is crumbling down around you. It's that beautiful mess because inside of that mess is a complete transformation of who you were meant to be. It's the lessons you were meant to get. It's the belief in yourself and the courage to try something else on top of it. And it's the new belief in how proud you can be of yourself for even taking that step. So the journey is the final destination. It's the right now. And if you are not willing to live in the right now, then what are you doing here? Why are you thinking about all the big things if you're afraid of experiencing the big things? If you're afraid of not being able to do it right, I'm here to tell you that there is no right way to do anything here and you will fail before you fly every time, every single time. And you just got to be brave and you have to take the step and you have to try and you have to try again and you have to keep going and you have to know this is the miracle. Find the miracle in every single day. They're all around you. Every little hour has some type of miracle. I write them down. I'm like, ah, that look, this conversation with Kathy is a miracle in and of itself, right? you guys have those too. I love you so much. I
0: love you back. That was such a stunning answer. Like maybe our definition of failure has been wrong all along because maybe the success is not the destination. Maybe the success is I did it. I chose. Mm. We're done. (laughs) Please tell us where we can find you. You awesome, awesome soul. Tell us.
1: Thank you, Kathy. You guys can find me on my podcast. It's the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's for that faith-fueled Mompreneur. I got live coaching. I got rap music in the intro. Guys, we're gonna have fun over there. Okay. And then on my website is StephanieGas dot com. Kathy's dying. It's Stephanie S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E g A-S-S. And yeah, all the things are there. Free gifts. Come learn with me. Drop me a DM on Insta. And I I write every single human back. If you guys love this episode, come talk to me about it. And I will, I would love to meet you.
0: The best, the absolute best. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Oh my God right? I can't believe how awesome Stephanie is. Here are the takeaways. Number one, every human being has a special gift that creates a collective. You are so important to the big picture of everything. Number two, trust the process, be willing to pivot, open up and take the messy steps to figure out what your calling is. Number three, we can choose to be world changers wherever we're placed. Number four, who cares if we mess up? That's our point on this planet to mess up and make something beautiful at the end of the journey. Number five, show up where your avatar is showing up, Take your ego out of the equation and make something that solves their problems and serves. Create trust. Number six, putting service before sales makes you profitable. Number seven, be front of mind. Talk about your thing more than you think you should. Make it fun and exciting every time. And number eight, there is no end destination. The magic is in the here, the now, the failure, the beautiful mess. And inside the mess is a complete transformation of who you're meant to be. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am fully aware that there's a zillion things you could be doing right now instead of listening to this show. And it means the world to me that you're here. Do you feel like this show is inspiring you? Do you feel like every time you listen, you leave here feeling bigger, like the bigger version of you and you really tap into who you really are? If that's true, can you think of one person who might benefit from listening to this podcast? If you went ahead and shared the show with them, I would be so grateful. And because of that, I'm going to say a big thank you. Go ahead and enter the star giveaway. Subscribe to the show. That's S. Go do an Instagram story and T, tag a friend. Let that person know or a few people know if you want. This show is awesome. I want you to go check it out. And go and leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and send a screenshot of your review to hello at don't keep your day Use the subject line star and I'll be choosing two of you every month just to say thank you so much for going ahead and doing that. I'll be giving you a free full scholarship to my course made to do this, which will help you figure out what is it that you were made to do and how do you turn that into a profit? It's incredible value and we will also be sending you some swag as well. It costs nothing to subscribe to Taggrafo friend and review. So please be one of our stars and go ahead and share that with people and leave your review. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song of mine. And I will talk to you on Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.
3: When you just can't sleep, when you're counting sheep, I'll be here for you, I'll be here for you When you need to talk, take a good long walk I'll be here for you, I'll be here for you Of all the people on the planet If I had my choice, I couldn't have planned it